This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. It's Deanna Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. And today, our topic is going to be a discussion of scarcity and abundance. You know, there's a lot of talk in the world all the time. What kind of a person are you? Are you an optimist? Are you a pessimist? Do you see the glass as half full? Do you see the glass as half empty? Then there are people who say it doesn't matter whether the glass is half empty or half full. If you want more water, just go get some. Um, so it's just this idea of how do we live? Do we live believing we have enough, that we have more than enough, or that we don't have enough at all? And I think, as always, that scripture can really help us resolve this problem in a sense of looking at what, what is God's expectation? What has he set forth as an example of scarcity versus abundance? And where does he really point out to us that he really does offer us abundance, even when we think it's not? right? So let's look, I'm going to look at, we're going to look two examples, one from the Old Testament, one from the New. So the Old Testament example is going to be the story uh, in Exodus, where the Israelites are complaining. They are whining and whining about how they left Egypt, where all was good, and they had so much to eat. And now they're in the desert, and they're starving. And Moses goes to God and says, please help me with these people. They're making me crazy. I'm totally paraphrasing here, but that's kind of what he did say. What can I do? These people are not happy. So God says in chapter 16, verse 4, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. And each day the people are to go out and to gather their daily portion. And then he says something interesting to Moses. He says, thus will I test them to see whether they follow my instructions or not. So right away from the beginning, we see that there's a little bit of a test. And God says it. He's very straightforward. God's honest, isn't he? And he says this is a test. He's going to rain down this manna from heaven. And he gives a lot of instructions, lots of instructions. Basically, what the instructions say is that every day, except on the sixth day, you are to take what you need. You are not to take more. You are only to take what you need for the day. And the next day, you will have it again. But you are not to keep it from day to day, except on the sixth day, you take twice a portion because then on the seventh day, we're going to rest. Okay, so seems pretty straightforward. And then in uh, chapter 16, verse 21, it says, morning after morning, they gathered it, still each had enough to eat. Morning after morning, they gathered it till each had enough to eat. So every morning, there was new manna, fresh bread from heaven, how could you complain about that? And every morning, everyone was able to gather their fill. It wasn't that God gave everyone the same amount or said, oh, only take, you know, two ounces or four ounces or whatever. People were able to have their fill. So to me, that points to an abundance because God was not limiting what people could use, what people could take. What he was limiting was don't save it because he wanted them to learn to rely and trust on him. So that idea of today, 
I'm going to give you what you need today. And don't worry about tomorrow. Don't focus on tomorrow. Trust that tomorrow you will get what you need. And so I think that can help us to live a life of abundance rather than scarcity when we trust, when we rely on God saying, I have what I need for today. I'm not going to worry about tomorrow because I'm trusting that he's going to give me the same that he gave me today so I could live fully and he'll give it to me again tomorrow. So I think that is a big help. Are we, are we looking at, I don't have enough. What if God doesn't give me more? God is always going to give you more. He is always going to give you more. He's going to give you what you need because he is a God of abundance. Now I want to turn to the New Testament. The New Testament, um, it's Matthew 15, and it is the story of the loaves and fish. So it's Matthew 15, uh, verses 32 to 38. So set the scene for you. Jesus has just preached. He is healed. He's on the mountain. The people have been with him for three days. They're tired. They're hungry. And there's nowhere for them to go to get food because they're in the middle of the desert. You know, there was no 7-Eleven at the corner, right? Uh, there was no place to go and get food. And people knew this. And so he tells his disciples, he calls them and he says, my heart is moved with pity for they have been with me now for three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry for fear they may collapse on the way. Jesus is a reasonable, intelligent man, of course. And he knows that, yes, he has supplied the spiritual needs of the people. And in some cases with physical healings, he supplied the physical needs. But he also needs to supply this very basic need of food for our bodies. So he's given the food for the soul. Now he wants to turn and give food for the bodies. The disciples, however, are not so sure this is going to work out because they're, they're concerned. Where would we get enough food to feed this crowd of people? All right, so a little bit of that scarcity, a little bit of that fear mentality creeping in. And Jesus says, well, what do we have? So start with what you have, right? Jesus reminds us, what do we have? The disciples say, well, we have seven loaves and a few fish. But again, that's not enough. Jesus says, bring them to me. And he told everyone to sit down on the ground and he blessed the fish and the loaves. He broke them, gave them to the disciples, and then they in turn gave them to the crowds. And they all ate and they were all full and they were all satisfied. And not only did they all have enough to eat, but when the disciples cleaned up, there were seven baskets full of fragments left over. Again, did Jesus give them enough? You no, know, he gave them more than enough. He gave them abundance. So it wasn't just enough fish and bread for that moment, but it was enough for the future. And I think that is something that we forget. Jesus did not come so that we could have a life of enough. He did not. He came so that we could have a life of abundance. And I know that there are times in everyone's life that life does not necessarily feel very abundant. I don't walk around with rose-colored glasses on. There are times when there is 
scarcity. Maybe it's of money. Maybe it's of energy. Maybe of time. Maybe of available resources or people to help you. There can be scarcity in our lives, of course. But those are the times where we can turn to God and we can say, help me. Help me to take care of my needs today. Isn't that what we pray in the Our Father? Give us this day our daily bread. Not give us this day our daily bread for the next five years, but give us this day our daily bread for today. Because all we have is today. And again, not, not to be negative, but there is a lot of truth in that. And you know that we are all we only have today. And so God is going to give us what we need for today. And even the disciples having been with Jesus all these years, right? Three years he was with them. And probably when this when this uh, story, when this event took place, it was probably somewhere in the middle, maybe closer to the second third of his ministry, let's say. And so the disciples, they still did not see that he could give them abundance. He could give them abundance. And so, again, let's ask God for what we need today. And let's not think about, if I have this today, what am I going to have for tomorrow? You will have enough. To me, this really comes into play when I think about how do we care for others? Do we give of ourselves? Do we give of our time? Do we give of our energy? Do we give of our money? Do we give of our prayers? Or are we afraid that if we give today, we won't have it for later or for tomorrow? That's just not true. That is not how God works. It's the idea that every minute I am given the strength and the grace to do what I need to do next. Does it mean that God all at once gives me the strength and the grace to do what I'm going to need to do for the next year? No. And I often wonder, if he did, how would we become as people? What kind of people would we become? I think we might become selfish. I think we might become less inclined to share and give to others. When we turn to God, when we trust that he's going to provide, then we it frees us to give more. And that really is, to me, the difference of having a mentality of scarcity versus a mentality of abundance. When, when you live that life of abundance, and I'm not talking about material things here, I'm just talking about the, the way you live your life in giving of yourself, however that looks in your life, is when you give of yourself, God is going to replenish that store that he has given you. And it's a constant replenishment. It's, it, it really is in giving that we receive, right? As that prayer of St. Francis says, it is in giving that we receive. When we give, God gives us a return on our investment, he, he invests in us, right? Just like we, we can invest in mutual funds or the stock market or, or housing or something, real estate. We are an investment to God and he has invested in us. And so there's always going to be more that he has for us. 
And so when we give it away, we're going to get it back. We're going to get it back possibly from other people, but we are certainly, certainly going to get it back from God because that is who he is. Just as he fed the Israelites in the desert, just as Jesus fed his followers in the desert. You see that connection there? That's good, isn't it? You see that connection? All right. We are going to be fed all the time. We are going to be given what we need and not just a little bit. God doesn't give us just a little bit. He gives us all that we need all the time. And I think when we're feeling that we don't have what we need, I think that is the perfect time to spend time looking at what we do have and what we can share with others. And that act of sharing what we have with others reminds us of the abundance that God has given us. I think gratitude, and I've said this before, gratitude and the sharing of our gifts and talents with other people really is one of the ways that we are reminded of how much God truly has given us. And so what is our mentality? Is our mentality one of scarcity? I got to hold on to this. I got to, I got to save my time for important things. I have to, I have to save this for, you know, the special occasion or is it abundance? Just use it. Drink the good wine, light the beautiful candle, use your best tablecloth, right? Just, it's a life of abundance and that is going to bring you joy. I do believe that living the life of abundance out of what God has given you is going to bring you joy. And when you have joy in your life, you're going to have more peace. And when you have more peace, you remember where did all of this come from? It came from him. It came from God. And so we can really turn to him and trust and rely on him and learn like the Israelites learned. It took them a long time to learn. If you ever read the book of Exodus, you'll see how long it took them to learn. It took them a long time to learn to trust in God, but that's what we are called to do. And when we trust in him, we see the abundance that he has given us. We see the abundance that he has given us. So that is going to be our not lukewarm challenge this week. The challenge is going to be for us to look at the abundance that we have. And if it helps you, make a list of what you have an abundance of. The gifts, the talents, the abilities, your strengths, maybe even your weaknesses. Whatever it is that you have an abundance of and you know that you can then live that life of abundance being grateful to God. So make a list of your abundance-ness is that a word? I don't know if that's a word or not. But of what you have in abundance and, and see how you can live out of a belief of abundance rather than a belief of scarcity and see how that serves you this week and helps you, as I always like to say, to live not lukewarm. So I hope you have a great week. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please, if you have enjoy, enjoyed it, share it with a friend, leave me a review. I greatly appreciate it. And don't forget, I'll see you again next week. And until then, keep living, not lukewarm. God bless you. 
Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on notlukewarmpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com.